Welcome to Reality Tea Times 2, the podcast where we discuss all the trash reality TV we love to hate. I'm Tanika, and today we're going to be talking the other way. Finally, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry for the lateness, but anyways, you know, we don't want to be bombarded with everything, and it's not going to really slow down, but nonetheless. So I'm going to just be jumping right into the episode, I believe. So there's really nothing to talk about on the top of the episode. Again, the memes from last week have already been posted long before I'm recording this, so you can take part in that for the other way. But we're hired to us jumping into this episode. I'm going to very quickly talk about the previous week's episode, which was the really the only thing I want to talk about is the striptease dance from Sarper. Oh my god. What was that? This guy is like dancing and he's supposed to be a stripper or was a stripper at some point because he sucks. It's kind of like the equivalent of like Mike the Situation who also said he was a stripper, but then he did striptease and it was horrible. This was like previous series, not family vacation, but like Jersey Shore. And I'm like, what? Same idea. And um, so yeah, he's doing the striptease for her and he is then out of breath for doing a striptease, which apparently he's said lasted for 20 minutes. Doesn't matter. And he is out of breath. And then he ends it off by saying, well, I've never gotten hard before for anyone else, just for you. That's supposed to make me feel better. And then automatically, everything's okay. She's like, I forgive him because like, how can I say mad at him? Are you kidding me? <laughs> but anyways, that's kind of the only thing I want to talk about because I was dying during that. But um, yeah. Nonetheless, let's jump into the reason that we're here, The Other Way, Season 5, Episode 14, Be Hitched. Kimberly and TJ, it's now day one of the wedding ceremony. It's 9 o'clock in the morning, and we find out from TJ that there's going to be over 200 guests at the wedding. There will be a lot kind of going on. He talks about the different kind of vendors and stuff like that that will be showing up. Um, so then we see Kim and she is going to be doing Mendy, which is basically cheeks. They explain is the, um, the henna that they do on your arms as well as your feet. And, um, she says that, listen, she's like, I'm in a shitty mood. Literally. She says that her that she uh she did her pants for a thing, and she says I got up early. One point for me, and she says I go to the bathroom, and she felt like you know, as she's going to the bathroom, she had to fart. She says, and instead of farting, she actually shit her pants on her wedding. When will they want every wedding? My lord. So she's doing the 
the Mendy and ceremony. And she says no one around her speaks English. She feels very lonely. Her parents are going to be late and showing up. So she's kind of on her own right now. And DJ's mom kind of comes in and she's like trying to say like, what's wrong? But she doesn't understand what she's saying. And even if she did, like Kim can't explain to her because she doesn't speak Hindu. So she can't, they can't talk to each other. So then TJ comes and she tells him that she shit her pants. And he's just hoping that she can be more positive. He doesn't want to have any issues. So yeah next situation that happens now it's 11 o'clock in the morning and her parents have shown up and they're also going to be doing mendy as well so she goes to sit down i guess for it to dry before they kind of like anything kind of comes off or whatever they take it off once it's dried and y'all yash comes to sit down beside her and they kind of like, you know, yesterday's conversation, it was important. It was needed. And she says, I know I'm a handful. And I know, um, anyway, yeah, sorry. And she says, I'm a handful. And he chuckles and says, yeah. <laughs> and she says, it did hurt me when you called me stupid because I am a lot of things, but I'm not stupid. And he says, no, you're not. And he apologizes for what he said. And she accepts it. Now, I did want to say, is there anything you want to apologize for, Kimberly? But okay. And um, then they start laughing. They start laughing together. It was crazy. I was like, oh my God. Whoa. <laughs> so now it's 8 p.m. And now it's the Anjali, Anjali, and I know I'm pushing this. And Anjali, Anjali. We're going to say that. That sounds right. Anyway, it's a ceremony. And basically, what the ceremony is kind of resembles a bridal shower. And the, the word Anjali, Anjali, oh, sorry. I don't know for those that are Hindu and I'm butchering this. He, um, he does, it translates to lap. So basically what happens is that people will come and give you gifts on your lap and it's kind of like filling your lap with gifts. So that's why it's called what it's called. And, um, so yeah, so she kind of is like, you know, they're handing me things and I take pictures and then it gets taken away and all of that. So then at one point, someone comes up to her and says, sit on her lap, being his mother. So this says, sit on her lap. And, she, and she's like, no, 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 I'm good. Apparently it is actually tradition for the bride to sit on the husband, the, the soon to be husband's mother's lap. And this is supposed to signify like a mother daughter relationship. TJ never told her. And she actually says, like, why didn't you tell me this? Like, I didn't know. And he's like, yeah, no, we didn't tell you. <laughs> so, anyway. Now it is 9 p.m. May I mention, we've been doing this now for 12 hours. <laughs> it's 9 p.m. And now it is 
the Sangeet ceremony, which is basically dancing. It's a dance ceremony. So friends and family will dance. And um, yeah, that's basically what they do. We see Yash dancing. Oh my God, not good. And TJ says the same thing. It's horrible. Not that TJ was much better. He had a little more rhythm, but you know. And so then he says, you know, but he is having fun. So there's at least that. And then TJ wants to dance and he wants to dance with Kimberly. And she's like, I don't dance. It's kind of like, actually, me just saying that as a high school musical fan. It's kind of like when Ryan wanted, um, what was his name? Corbin, Corbin's character to dance. And he's like, I don't dance. And I'm not going to sing the song. But yeah, <laughs> it's kind of the same idea. So Kimberly is, is the Corbin of this scenario. And TJ is Ryan. And he's like, let's go dance. And she's like, I don't do this. She's like, the only things that I can do is like weird dance moves where I can like do a weird face. And then also, she also then does the, the, the snap. All I can think about is like that one snap move where you like, you snap your fingers and you kind of lean and you do it the other way. Like that dance, for those who didn't actually watch it, um, is very similar to, oh shit, I'm trying to remember like where that's kind of originated. There's a one particular song where it actually originated from, but I can't remember which song it was. All I can think about is the little Jean song where it's like, snap your fingers and, and then you do the dance. And that's the only thing she can do, which was like 15 plus years ago. But anyway, she's like, I can do that. And I'm like, yeah, everyone can do that. Um, so anyway, so she goes up there and she dances and he says, like, it's not good. It's not, it's not good, but she's trying. And he, after the dance, goes to her parents and says, she's a good dancer. And I said, you're lying. <laughs> anyway, so, um, everything's over now. It's 10 30 PM and they're hugging and they're kissing. Um, but they have another long day tomorrow. And he says, I hope that she gets lots of sleep because it, it's not gonna, it's not gonna end. And we still have one more day. And it's going to be a lot longer than today. So I wish you all the best of luck. But that's it for TJ and Kimberly for this week. Now we're jumping in with Brandon and Mary. <sighs> so anyway, the other thing that I actually didn't talk about was because First of all, Sarber and Mother Face wasn't on this episode, but the engagement <laughs> with Mary and Brandon. Oh my God, what a fucking hot mess that was. First of all, he buys a ring that you got on Amazon. The ring is too big for her. It is nothing to except for I am enough. Like that's, that's not, that's not an engagement ring. That could be something that you could put like on a necklace and she could have it like that. But, um, what? But then to then go to that. And first of all, 
<laughs> he never once goes on a knee and asks her to marry him. Get the fuck on your knee. Anyway, but then for her to kind of be like, it's not the right time. What? Mary, you're, you're, you're pregnant. Like, I'm confused. Like, when is the right time? If it's not now, then <laughs> when? <laughs> when she said it's not the right time, like, you've, you've, what world am I in right now? Because that doesn't make any sense. Anyway, so, so now we're this week. So we see her talking to her grandma, her, her grandparents are back, and they do know that she is pregnant. Her grandma is being a little more supportive, but her grandfather, not so much. And um, her grandma says, though, that her and Brandon have been fighting too much. And Mary says that since the proposal, things have not gotten any better. It's gotten worse. And they have been arguing a lot more. Um, this has been like slamming doors and stuff like that. Like, this has not been good. So then um, she tells us that that morning they got into another huge fight because he had kept the TV volume level at like 100. So we do see a clip of this and we see her kind of saying to him, can you turn the TV down? It's too loud. And he's kind of like saying something like, I don't understand what he was saying here, but clearly giving her attitude and not just turning the fucking TV down. It's ridiculous. So she says that after this argument, um, he walked away and now he won't come back. All right. So, um, production then does find him lying down on a hard fucking bench with a pillow. Oh God. <laughs> and, um, he says that he just felt like he had to, um, get out of there, get out of the environment. Um, and you know, he just, he's tired of the arguments himself. He wants to be happy. Um, and they're not, they're not happy. They're just fighting. And he's been out there now for about two hours. Um, or he'll say he will go out there or stay out there for about two hours and then he'll go back. But he says that Mary doesn't like when he does this because the, um, locals, can clearly tell he's a foreigner sitting out there on this bench and like we see them like staring at whether it's him or the production i don't know but they're like staring we see them doing it it's kind of comical actually but um yeah she doesn't like it then we're back with her and her grandmother says you know i think you need to have a conversation with your grandfather um and I make sure that he's also a part of it. Brandon's there. And, um, because this is, this is getting bad. And apparently, um, they are now become scandalous because of these arguments, because the neighbors can hear everything, which I'm confused by actually. I'm sure they maybe are talking more so about the fact that they're, there's a lot of yelling. There's a lot of shouting. Clearly, we can tell they're having an argument. But what are we arguing about? Because they don't speak, I'm sure, English. I mean, her own grandparents don't speak English. 
So what are the chances that the neighbor speak English as well? You know what I mean? I mean, like her friends obviously speak English, so maybe there are people who do, but I'm just actually not her friends speak English. Some of them, they do, but very, not very well, but they do kind of understand. So it's, it's, it's mm, interesting, <laughs> you know, but nonetheless, I'm sure, like I said, they can hear that there's arguments happening. So yeah. Um, so then Mary goes and she finds Brandon and she says, we need to go talk to grandpa about all the fighting. So let's go talk to him. And he says that he's nervous because he was, you know, wasn't thinking about the rules when he had sex with Mary and got her pregnant. But now you're so fucking concerned about the rules after the fact. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to break the rules, break the rules. Maybe he shouldn't have broken the rules and gotten her pregnant, though. Like, maybe he could have been like, you know what? Let's fuck. Let's do that. That's fine. But let's not get pregnant. (laughs) Oh, my God. Because at least you can hide having sex more than getting pregnant. You know what I mean? Anyway. So, um... Anyway, he, um, they do go talk to Grandpa, and first thing says, Brandon says is, he apologizes for the fighting, um, and he says, how can I be okay that with you being pregnant, um, and we're currently living in a war zone, this is what Grandpa says, and he says that he was hurt when he, um, found out that Mary was pregnant. And he says, we are disgracing ourselves to the neighbors. The neighbors can hear the fighting. So Lolo says, what is going to happen if it, if, if, if it continues like this? Your child is going to be affected by this. And Mary, at this particular point, translates to Brandon that he said he is not okay with her being pregnant because of how he shows his attitude, meaning Brandon, um, to the house. That is not what your grandfather said. Not verbatim anyways. That's not what he said. He, she translated it completely incorrectly, which then makes Brandon think of that very incorrectly. But again, what do expect? I don't expect anything differently from Mary. So he says, um, he feels like he's not a good person. He says, um, he's been feeling stress and anxiety. No shit. He's about to become a father and he's not ready to be a father. So that would create some anxiety and some stress. And he says, I will try to be better. It's not going to just happen though. Because she says, like, well then do it. Like it is, you know, just do it. Nike, just do it. And yeah, it's it yeah. <laughs> um and then he says, Should I just go back to America? And you know, she kind of says, I did I say that? I didn't say that. 
but he kind of is starting to interpret it like, is it going to be better if I'm just not here? Which I then, like, obviously that's not what happens. We do know, like, spoiler, we do know kind of how the story ends for them. But it's just like, that would have been so bad if he did. Kind of knowing where his headspace has been at at certain points in his life. And it's just, that wouldn't be good. Clearly, this is the problem. She's not capable of reading in between the lines and seeing that he is suffering mentally because she herself is suffering mentally. These are two people who are suffering mentally together because they are trauma bonded. And it's just, it, uh, she can't see those signs. And I'm not to say like, you know, when it comes to my own relationship, I can kind of see when things aren't great for him and, um, and vice versa, but it's, but we're able at certain points to be able to level off with our mental situation, our mental health, and be able to see when the other is suffering or something is going on. These two are not able to do that. These two are not able to do that because they're just, they're, like I said, trauma bonded. But that is it for Brandon and Mary. But now we are with Holly and Wayne. So as I obviously didn't discuss, but we obviously do know they got married in the previous episode. So now we're at this current episode and this is very short, but delightful. (laughs) So we see a clip of her and her veil getting stuck in the doors, like the turn doors. It got stuck. And as she's trying to rip it out, she fell. I can't get bored of that. I saw that now three times and I died. I saw it the first time I saw the episode, pillow talk. And then the second time I do my notes, fucking perfect. Oh, so good. Anyway, um, so it's the next morning and they did it. They consummated their marriage. And, um, he kind of says, or she says, like, I think like you won the wife lottery. And he says, well, I think you won the husband lottery and whatever. And he now is feeling a little arrogant about, you know, sex because whatever. And then he then asked her, did I satisfy you now? Wayne, 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 if you need to ask, the answer is no, you didn't. Because really and truly, you should just know. Her body, her responses should have been able to tell you if you were satisfying her, you know what I mean? So again, if you have to ask, then no, you didn't. So um, anyway, he says, am I the sex card that you said I am? <laughs> and she says that he's really into kinky stuff, like bondage, fun. And he, she says that he is not vanilla by any means. Fun. <laughs> but she says it will um, be hard, though, when her mom leaves because she still doesn't feel safe. And 
she just wants to have, I guess, that security blanket of her mother because I said, like, okay, even if your mom is there, what difference does it make? She can't help you if someone comes and breaks into the house when he's not there, you know what I mean? Um, but anyway, he says, but you know, you will get used to it. And, um, she says that she doesn't want her mom to leave yet. So him trying to get his way of her leaving sooner than the three months, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But anyway, that's it for them. Like I said, it was very short, but Danielle and Johan. So they're going to be going to see a life coach. Now I know they were in the previous episode, I think, but I can't remember a fucking thing that happened. Anyway, so they um, were seeing a therapist, but they stopped because he didn't want to see the therapist anymore. He um, brings up that they have to do things like her way. And for example, he talks about this piece of, of land that was being sold near his parents' home, um, which I think had like a house on it, but he just kind of mentions like the land. And he wanted $20,000 from Danielle in order to buy the home. And he says like, it could have been like a rental property. And you said no. And she says, okay, let me clarify what you just said. You asked me for $20,000 for the property, for which then I would only then get a hundred bucks a month. That is not a sound investment. She's correct. It's not a sound investment. Um, but I think the bigger issue is that she didn't have the $20,000 because she filed for bankruptcy, which I wonder if he even knows about. I don't know if he knows, but... Anyway, yeah, so that, I agree with her. That's not a sound investment. Um, and she says, I'm not going to pay for you to show off your ego. Like, I'm not going to do it. And um, she's like, I'm not going to fund your flex. And he says that you're not supporting me. He's, by the way, you're grown. You don't need her to support you nor does she need you to support her. Like, I don't think he should be expecting it. I don't think she should be the other way around. A woman should expect it. I don't think that should be ever expected. We're joining forces, but I'm not asking you to support me. I guess here, I can take care of myself. You know what I mean? And I expect you to be able to take care of yourself. What I would expect is, you know, God forbid one or the other were to lose a job or something that, you know, you can take on that extra um, the extra pressure, I guess, of being able to make sure that we are stable and we're doing okay. But I don't need you to support me. Anywho's, um, anyway, yeah, so he says, I pay for my food. I pay for, you know, the rent. And he says, yeah, who bought you those clothes? I bought you those clothes, which is not a fair, like, trade-off here. But I, what she does, though say is um you know a little later on after this actually um and he says I'm not going to give you another peso you're paying for everything the fuck you say I'll be like okay then you know what you're not gonna have the money you're not gonna have me 
You're not going to have anything because I'm leaving you. That's not a fair trade-off. This is, you're not against each other. You're supposed to be a team. You can't even be a team after a few months of marriage. It's pretty sad. But um, anyway, he, she says he pays um, half for the rent in cash. And then what she ends up doing is that she does a full wire transfer um, from her account for the rent and then uses the cash from him for other things that they may need. And she'll do um, like groceries or renting for the car and stuff like that, the light bills. Um, she'll do from, from that. She says, I don't need you. And he says, I don't have anything to, I don't have anything from being married. So like he's saying, I don't have anything to show from this marriage. Either that I have no papers. And then he says, I want a child and you can't give that to me naturally. Motherfucker, you knew that. You fucking knew the chances of that was low. Now, what I will say too, though, is that she also knows that. She also knows that she cannot potentially give him a child naturally. And the selfish thing or the selfless thing to do in that situation would have been to say, you know what? I can't give you what you need. And what you need more than anything is to be a father, and I can't give that to you. So I think right now, we're going to have to end it. She also knows that she can't give that to him. But if you know you're with a woman in her 40s, dude, of course she can't give that to you naturally. Or better yet, it's not going to be easy for her to give that to you naturally. How fucking dare you? But that aside, the thing that cuts deeper is as a woman, and I I also don't want to go into my personal situation, but as a woman, we, when we get to a point where we want to have children or we are with someone who definitely wants to have children and we want to give that to that person, we are, every time you try and it doesn't happen. You are somewhere somehow blaming yourself for the reason it can't happen. And it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. And you're already dealing with that from yourself. You're really dealing with that internally. Even though you know to be patient with yourself, it will happen when it happens. But you're already dealing with that internally. But then when you don't have the support of your person or they're saying shit like what he just told her, that is such a gut punch and it's so hard to come back from it. So when he said this to her, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? That is harsh to hear and you can't come back from that. Personally, you can't come back from that. And that's something that she says is like, if one of my friends was dealing with what I am dealing with right now, I would be telling them to leave. But yeah, here I am. It's so hard to come back from. And I think she should leave him personally. 
So then she says, I don't have any words in Spanish. Um, she says, I changed my life. I learned Spanish for you. Meanwhile, here you are now learning English is what I want to say, but she kind of says that. But and she says and that doesn't say it, but that's what I'm saying. Not even tr- barely trying, barely trying. But at the same time, I have to remind myself, they've only been together a year, and English is hard to learn. Spanish is not as hard, but it's just like, come on, she's right. And then she says, enough. And says, like, I don't believe you deserve it. And she says that part in English. And she says, this is not the relationship she wants. And he says, let's be done then. What more do you need? Fuck the life coach. I'll be like, you know what? Let's turn around. We're done. We don't need the life coach anymore. We're good. Like, you've solved the issue right now, right here, by saying, fuck it, I'm done. There's one more do you need. But that's it. That's it for the other way for this week. Well, last week, because we're kind of starting to go into a new week now, but that's it. And um, again, thank you guys for being so patient with me. I'm trying to do that catch up. I'm trying to keep up with things. I feel like I'm doing a little better of especially with Love is Blind, is going to be done soon. So, but that's it for now. So if you like what you heard, please share reality tea times two with everyone in your life. That's going to help with our growth. And we really want to grow this podcast. Another way you can grow it is by also rating and reviewing us on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. The links to those podcast links to the Spotify and Apple Podcasts will be in the show notes. You can find us on any of your favorite podcast apps, but if there is an app that you don't see us on that you want to see us on, please let me know and I can get that up on my podcast app. If you are an avid YouTube user, you can listen to this podcast on YouTube by going to Reality Tea Times two. If you want to connect with us, you can do so by connecting with us on either Facebook at Reality T Times 2 or Instagram and threads at Reality T Times 2 Podcast. You can also email us. We would love to hear from you. If you want to guest on the podcast at some point, whether we talk about your favorite show or just get to know each other, you can email us at realitytimes2 at hotmail.com and you can make that request and we can talk and we can figure that out. So you can email us at that email. We have a new website where you can get links to everything. You can get links to our Facebook page, Instagram page, threads, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everything your heart's desire, as well as we do now have a Discord. So you can you can follow us and talk to us on the Discord app. You can get all of that information at the website. And the website is www.solo.to forward slash reality t times two. I also have a new podcast with my friend Mikkel. 
called Next Take Podcast. And you can either listen to us at YouTube at the link that's going to be in the show notes. I believe that is Next Take Podcast. And you can also go to our website. There you can have all the links to all of our social medias, email, everything. Our episodes as well will be at the website, which is www.solo.to forward slash next take podcast. All of the information, everything that I have just said will be in our show notes. Well, that's it for now, guys. Thanks. Bye.